0: Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're joined by Garrett. Hi, Garrett. Hey, everyone. We just got done seeing the new movie, The Batman. Uh, it is directed by Matt Reeves. It stars Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne and The Batman. Also along for the ride, we got Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Uh, Colin Farrell as The Penguin. Paul Dano as The Riddler. And uh, Jeffrey Wright as uh, Lieutenant Gordon, uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred. It's it's a it's a good cast, <laughs> and uh, you all know the Batman story. Bruce Wayne is Batman. He's a vigilante fighting crime in Gotham City. Gotham City's corrupt. Uh, in this particular iteration, uh, the Riddler is out putting uh, riddles out into the world and on the World Wide Web, and he's kidnapping. Uh, famous figures, prominent figures in Gotham City, and uh, killing them. Um, he's getting vengeance, um, and yeah. That, so it's a three-hour movie, and what did you think of it, Garrett? <laughs> so I I did enjoy this movie.
1: Uh, it's kind of a thriller mystery. Um, when it when the movie opened, because. Uh, it opens kind of abruptly, violently, and uh, I was thinking, ooh, it's going to have a horror movie feel to it, and it kind of did, but it wasn't the, uh, there wasn't, like, blood splattering. It was just brutal, and I was like, all right, you you, you got my attention now, and, but then the movie progresses, right, and it progresses, <laughs> so, yes, it's a three-hour movie, Uh the only thing is I don't know what they would have cut from all the story cuz they packed a lot in there. So you definitely need to be patient with it, but it's a mystery that just kind of slowly unfolds and it did have me. I was trying to piece it together myself, super sleuthed, of course, I'm not that good at that and I just didn't do it well, but uh The mystery had me, the action had me, uh, and I liked Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think he did a a really good job. I'm really glad he didn't do the Bat-voice.
2: And yes, I think this is a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Um, It seems like every iteration of Batman just keeps getting darker. This movie is very dark. So not, not only is it three hours long, but it's... Three hours of perpetual nighttime or perpetual rain, um, and so it's it it creates a very particular and very dark atmosphere, which you know I, I, I could go with that. It it seemed to fit the theme well and fits Batman well. Um, I like the way that Batman was portrayed, like coming out of the out of the dark a lot of the time, um, just his footsteps. You could hear initially and then he emerges and it was all very mysterious and, and very nicely handled and there's some i think beautiful cinematography and, and shots great um just really some of them are quite breathtaking so um yeah i like to look at the movie so the mystery i liked that we get to see batman as kind of a detective um because he's very much engaged in solving the mystery of you know, who, who this killer is. Um, cause certainly the police can't in this movie, <laughs> right? No. Yeah. The police are either corrupt or kind of inept. So yeah, I liked that aspect of it. And I was initially intrigued. I, I, I kind of lost interest a little bit. Um, but I, I liked what they were trying to do. It just kind of, after, you know, the three hour runtime, I was, my interest had waned a little bit, but, um, Yeah, I like the intent. And, yeah, I thought uh, Robert Pattinson was actually really good as Batman. He might be my favorite Batman now. I don't know. Um, And I thought everyone else did a really good job, too. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend seeing this movie. But, I mean, with the reservations that it's, I don't know, it's very dark and very long. And so it could be a bit of a slog. I kind of felt that at some points
0: yeah this is a bit of a mixed bag for me um, I, I never was pulled into this movie uh, there's certain things I appreciated about it I mean I, I think the, the the acting is all really good in this movie um, and I appreciated sort of the detective aspects of it um, that said there is a lot going on there's a lot of um, different plot points that they're trying to thread together and, and I think For the most part, they do. It's just, I feel like it's a little too much happening. And sometimes, every now and then, there'll be a movie that'll come along, and and I can tell that the movie cares more about what it's doing than I do. And unfortunately, this is kind of one of those. Um, I do think your mileage is going to vary. I mean, this movie, you know, it's been shown already. It had a special IMAX preview for... For the regular people, uh, a couple nights ago, and I know some, you know, it's already had some critic screenings and whatever, and then for the most part, people like it, and I think that's great. Um, it did feel too long to me. Um, three hours, in and of itself, is not necessarily make a long movie. You know, um, I think Roger Ebert once said, you know, no good movie is long enough, and no bad movie is too short. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like Garrett said, I'm not sure exactly what I would cut, although I will say. The last third is—I'm not sure even—I don't know. There's a point where like it feels like this uh, the quote would be the climax of a regular film, and I'm thinking to myself like, oh, but, but time to put the coat on, and like you know this this movie this movie's wrapping up. I looked at my watch and I'm like, we are only two hours into this three-hour movie. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So yeah, I also this movie had some odd focusing things happening and i'm sure it was on purpose but it was like the i don't know if you guys noticed that sometimes the periphery of the image would be out of focus mm-hmm. or sometimes the whole thing would be out of focus for a little bit and again i know it has to be a, a, an artistic choice but kind of like the jj abrams lens flares on the star <laughs> trek movies i was you know was something i was not enamored with i think those were point of view shots so
1: like uh, you're taking the aspect of whoever will- Eyes you were looking through, and they not were... always. No? no,
0: no, it was a lot of shots were like that, um, and so yeah, I, I I liked the music by Michael Giacchino. Music was excellent. Yeah, you heard it in the in the trailers though, which, which is, is cool. But speaking of the trailer, you know, I've seen the trailer a lot because I go to the movies a lot, and so this trailer has been shown in front of a lot of films I've seen, and. If you've seen the trailer, you have seen a lot of what I would call the action set pieces that are in this film. This film features a lot of deliberately paced scenes and then an action set piece and then back to being deliberately paced. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm normally not like this kind of person, but it was really during the set pieces where I kind of perked up. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, something's happening, right? You know, it's like, it's, but unfortunately, it was stuff I'd already seen, uh, you know, but I tell you, I tell you, honestly, my, and this sounds shallow, but my favorite part of the film was um, the car chase scene, the, where Batman's chasing the penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it kicks off with him starting the Batmobile, which we hadn't seen up to that point, and the rumbling in it, I mean, we saw this on IMAX, and the, side, the sound and the vision of it. I mean, it was just shaking the whole theater when he started that up. And then him chasing the penguin. That was my favorite sequence. Um, and I don't know. I have to say, this movie just... It, it has its high points and low points. It is really dark. Um, it also has things to say. You know, it's it, its it has a bit of a messaging thing going on, which, again... Your mileage will vary on if you're down with that. Um, it does kind of hit you over the head with it a bit. Um, and I just have to say, but, but, but toward the end there, I was just thinking to myself, you know, for, for the love of God, just please be over.
1: <laughs> just please. <laughs> I
0: was like, wrap this up. Just wrap it up. I'm, I'm you know, and, and, you know, I will, I mean, I will say uh, I'm seeing this on a weeknight. I, I work during the day. Um, I had dinner and I got sleepy. So yeah, and I'm I'm not trying to be facetious here. I'm just saying you know maybe it was my mood, maybe it was. Well, but, I
1: mean the movie unfolds slowly, and it certainly
0: ended slowly as well. Yeah, so I just might have not been in the best mindset to watch it. So I'll,
1: yeah. So uh Ashley mentioned the cin- cinematography. Matt mentioned the score, which I'm going to give tens to both of those. Is probably the best creative parts of the movie, I wanted to give one more. Uh, I don't think we've mentioned before uh, in the podcast yet. Uh, John Turturro, who played uh, Car- <clears throat> Carmine Falcone. He, uh, I thought that performance was excellent. I, I So in the movies I've seen him in, it's been more of like a comedic role, like, oh brother, where art thou? And so I've never seen him be like, this serious and playing this like kind of Italian mobster crime Lord. He did a really excellent job at being that sinister yet charming, uh, yet menacing kind of mysterious figure that is in there. And I, I thought that
2: was excellent. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I liked uh, Zoe Kravitz as well as uh, as Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz was
0: my favorite part of this movie. Oh, yeah? She was excellent.
2: Yeah, and I, I thought she had really good chemistry, actually, with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, so, yeah, I liked that aspect of the movie a lot. And, of course, there's uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin, who's completely unrecognizable. And I, I can't believe that that's actually him under all that. I wonder how much time he spent in the makeup
0: chair every day.
2: That and the voice. Yeah, It doesn't even sound like him. Oh,
0: yeah, he was really good, too. Uh, Robert Pattinson, I think, does make a good Batman slash Bruce Wayne. It's, it sounds really kind of an odd thing to say, but he's... I, I heard someone else mention when I was watching a review or something that they, they think that his Bruce Wayne is very damaged, a damaged human being. And mm-hmm. I would definitely agree with that now that I've seen it. And this is the first time I've kind of wanted to like just kind of give Bruce Wayne a hug. <laughs> I feel like, oh, this, I mean, I felt bad for him, you know? He, he's, he's, uh, he's a damaged person. Uh, he's trying to do his best. Yeah, yeah. he looks very emo in this. In this very era. what? Emo. Emo. Yeah, he does look emo. <laughs> uh, you mentioned John Turturro, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, this will be a, my moment to plug uh, a movie he directed. In 2005. I know he's a director. Uh, yeah. Romance and Cigarettes. A 2005 film. Star James Gandolfini, Kate Winslet, Steve Buscemi. Um, really good movie. Just mm. throwing that out there.
1: Yeah. There's a bunch of Italians in that movie. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's The Batman. Uh, what score would you give it out of 10, Garrett? I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. Ashley? I'll give it an 8 also. Okay. I give it a 6.2. So, our score is a 7.4 and it is on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh critic rating of 84%, audience score of 94%. And again, it is a 7.4 from us. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.